Chapter 1. Five Years Ago His eyes were cast down and fixated by the dried blood on his hands, Laura's blood. The brightness of the fluid hours ago on his hands was dark now after the crushing passage of time. How much, Jace had no idea. Perceiving its passage proved impossible. Mr. Camden, do you know why you are here? He heard the officer speak, and Jace fought through the heavy sorrow to look upward to seek out the man. Yes, my wife is dead. His flat voice devoid of emotion. Perhaps when the soul became overwhelmed, it just numbed out to react in order to protect itself. The two detectives looked at each other and stepped away to speak in whispers as Jace's eyes returned to his hands. The only thing not covered in dark crimson were the silver bracelets of the cuffs encircling his wrists and linked to the table. Splatters of Laura's blood were gruesomely dark against the white of his shirt, a rip near the cuff, a grass stain, and dirt from when they tackled him in the yard. Why had he been in the yard? The events of the day and night were fuzzy as if his mind was wrapped in flannel, surrounded by wool, and refused to expose itself in the coldness of reality. Mr. Camden? The burly-looking detective came in close to brace his arms on the table and met Jace's eyes when they lifted upwards. The countenance of the detective was cold and calculated, a glare of blue with bright white compared to Jace's own which were dazed, bloodshot, and exhausted in his mirrored reflection behind the detective. I will ask this question very simply, very slowly, so you listen and answer correctly. We clear? Jace's brow furrowed as he nodded, and his brain tried to form sparks of understanding, but they had gone dark from the horror of all it had been forced to deal with. The detective stated each word slowly, and accented each word as if he thought Jace a child. Did you kill your wife? Kill? They had made vows, to have and to hold, in sickness and in health, two souls bound together as if one, to love and live with that bond, not kill, not end. He blinked at the officer as he ran his tongue along his busted, bloodied lip. His eyes skidded downward to stare at the blood, and he croaked hoarsely, yes, because I couldn't stop it. The trial of Jace Camden closed today with a hung jury. Mr. Camden was accused of allegedly murdering his wife rather than the socialite killing herself. This is the second trial in which a jury had not been able to reach a decision, and no further actions are going to be pursued by the district attorney's office according to statements released earlier today. The family of Mrs. Camden, daughter of prominent investment mogul James Fraser, has released a statement that they will continue to find justice for their daughter by any means possible. Convinced Mr. Camden's hand pulled the trigger. The same Jace Camden sat in the discharge room of the county jail with his back where the television once again spewed out information without a care to the ears forced to listen to it. As he stared down at his leather-laced loafers, he picked at a stray thread on the cuff of his shirt, impatient to be set free. What an ironic thought that Jace could not be free from one night six months ago when his world tilted on its end and flipped over to one he no longer recognized. A world which remained in its inverted condition right outside the county jail's doors. Jace wearied with the heavy burden of the challenge to even try to ride it. He knew there wasn't a chance of that. 
To do so meant one had the mental ability or physical strength to attempt the effort. Jace had neither. He was just tired, frustrated, and battered beyond the point of wanting to make anything right. He truly wanted to disappear and hide. Hide from himself. Hide from this fucked up world. But more than anything, we're going home, baby. Just you and me. Hide from her.